3: Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place.
2: Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff?
3: I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started what's going on everybody welcome back to inside the five i'm griff and i'm will and in this episode we're going to be covering the super bowl super bowl 56 in los angeles california it's going to be a record record heat level actually for the Super Bowl this year is what they're saying it's gonna be the hottest Super Bowl ever
2: is it actually yeah
3: no like I'm being so serious (laughs) they're saying that and wait we'll get it we'll get into that but but we also are gonna be covering the NBA trade deadline which took place um what was it yesterday yesterday of the day of the the the, uh, recording so yeah Super Bowl 56 NBA trade deadline and and this is like our longest intro ever, yep. but um, who cares? I'm not going to say let's get right into it because we didn't get right into it, but let's get into it. Exactly.
0: 67 points with 6.45. Finishes it and goes right
3: up All right, guys, welcome back. Inside the five, Super Bowl 56, Will, Rams, Bengals, Burrow, Stafford, um, Cup, Chase, Donald, Sam Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I mean, it's, a, it's a battle of the beast. And I think this game, I'm going to say it, like just straight up coming off right away in this episode. This might be one of the best Super Bowls we will ever watch. Like I, I you know what the past few Super Bowls have been on and off, right? hmm But I have a lot of I have a lot of faith in the Super Bowl.
2: I feel like this will be one of the better Super Bowls that we've seen. Like like as I was saying, like the last, like I think best Super Bowl was literally Pats Falcons in terms Pat's of Pat's
3: Falcons. Yeah. Pat's Falcons. I think I wanted to and say also, Pat's in the last was good too. Yeah, good good defensive matchup. Good defensive right. matchup. Um, but, but at the same time, I think in that one, the Rams have had low-key a good amount of opportunities that they just straight up folded on. And, and Jared Damn. Goff threw a lot of bad balls in that game. And I feel like, what's his name? Um, Sean McVay had a lot of opportunities that he was too scared of. Wait, which... Not something that usually somebody would say about Sean McVay, yeah, but yeah. think about such a young – like, he's a young person in general, not even just a young coach. Um, like, he's not even 40 yet. And um, at the time, I think he was, like, 35 or something like that. The quarterback he was playing against was older than him. <laughs> yes. Like, I think, I think like, there's a little bit of nerves. There has to be a little bit of nerves. Um, and I feel like that played a big effect. And that's why the game was kind of kind of people look at it as a bad game. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to say also, before we get into into this game, you brought up the Pats Falcons as well. I feel like in the last episode we talked about it. I feel like we actually didn't even talk about it enough of how underrated that is. I would say my top two, like I know we said the top two that we talked about. I didn't include Patriots ones just because I knew that you would do them. And I wanted to have the, the opportunity to talk about a couple of more games. But I would say my actual top two would have to be not not in order Pat's Falcons yep and then Steelers Cardinals
2: that's literally my those are my like, top two and i and I
3: don't know what to put at at one because both of them are just such like it awesome was great game. there's so many storylines like the the Steelers Cardinals game it wasn't like they came back from such a crazy deficit no it but it was just, just so game. close the whole game and it's one of those games where it's like it ended with a score where it's like they didn't score a ton but they didn't score like nothing
0: yeah
3: it was like the perfect average score where there was like so many defensive plays and so many offensive plays whereas the Pats one it was like there's no defense from the Patriots in the first half, but then there was no defense from the Falcons in the second half. Like, both, they both just took turns, and the Patriots took the second turn. But, like, that doesn't yeah. make it a bad game. Like, that game was insane, like, scoring-wise. So, like, both of those are two completely different games. And I think those that's why they're the two best. I agree. Like, yeah. those are the two best scenarios that you could have had.
2: Yeah, other than, like, a full-out, like, defensive battle, which was, like, the Pats-Rams yeah. game. But, like, even, like, when the Pats won the game, like, I wasn't, like, happy about
3: that one. Because,
2: mm-hmm. like, that game shouldn't have definitely not played out that way,
3: but it did. I feel like both teams, like, played great defense, but at the same time, their defense had slip-ups that the offense just- just didn't take advantage of no, and it, it was, was both it was, sides it
2: was loki like a sloppy game
3: it was a sloppy game it was a slot but yeah. that doesn't downplay the the defense that was in that game no it doesn't the like you can you bad, can even just yeah. look at the names that played on the defensive side in that game on both teams and you know it's a great defensive game like they, yeah those are two of the greatest defenses in the 2010s
2: yeah so like it's not like it's not like anything wrong with literally like the like the defenses in general it was just like the game as a whole was sloppy so i was just
3: like this isn't even like a yeah it's not even like a proud win it's like
2: we we made it out of this
3: because when you're in the super bowl when you're in the super bowl well first off a win's a win a win's a win at the end of the day
2: you know what i mean but like like in the super bowl
3: it's the last game of the year like you want it to be the best game of the year because that's what it's supposed to be yeah the two best teams and i feel like that wasn't the best game from either of those sides that
2: year i feel like the last like that was two. the year that
3: the Rams played the Saints in the yeah like in that game was the same that game was <laughs> in the way that it ended and that was the same And who the did the Pats there was the Pats Chiefs and, and that, that game, game was, was nuts too, too. Yeah. and then they went and they played the Super Bowl and it was 13 to three yeah it was
2: like what is going on <laughs> it's like, like we, we wanted were, to see some offense yeah and then the other thing too was um the last two Super Bowls with Chiefs Bucks and then Chiefs 49ers like those are both like one half like best games like meaning like yeah one of the halves out of both of those games was like the like the only thing you'll actually remember from that that
3: that Chiefs 49ers game Will I am so upset about because that was the last time that I said a game was gonna be great because like the run game of um San Fran yeah and, and then it was like the first year of Patrick Mahomes being like insane So I was like, these two teams are, like, insane, and Jimmy Garoppolo is, like, low-key going to be a top-five quarterback going into next year. (laughs) Like, that's what I thought, and none of that happened at all. You know, and then,
2: like, the weird part is, is, like, that game was, like, a good game. It was just, like, one – I think it was, like, I want to say the second half was more memorable than the – no, the first half.
3: What game? Of which one? The Chiefs? There was, like,
2: moments in – The Chiefs 49ers? Yeah, the second half. The second the half. The second half. Because, because remember the, that play the, that they were the Tyree in? Tyree yeah. like, weird-ass play they had that added into Madden because they had no – Yeah, that they put into the Madden live play. <laughs> That's, yeah. like, the main reason I remember that. Part. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then basically the second half, too, of the, the Bucks Chiefs game. Cause that was like the whole like.
3: Yeah, the first half kind of sucked in that game, in my opinion. Yeah, and I was just sitting there really watching, like like and I'm just like, "What?" Like I was like,
2: "What is this mess that is unfolding?"
3: Yeah, I
2: <laughs> like I'm not predicting that to happen, but like just because like of the teams, it literally could be like that. I hope it isn't. But...
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I uh. I I agree. Both of those two games were kind of like second half battles, which is when you want the battle to be exactly. But I well, would like, prefer all four ports.
2: because the game is so big. All the commercials and the halftime performance, like you're waiting a long it's like, time it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah for the yeah, game for to like,
3: really get going. Like man. like like, <laughs> it's like you watch a three and out, and then you watch like fifteen commercials, and then. You watch another three and out. Yeah, it's like like, you, like
2: you're getting like you're, you're getting, falling asleep. You're getting more time.
3: commercial time than you are
0: actual game time.
2: Yeah, like yeah, it's not like it's not like it's not ideal. Like it's nice because like it's you're just like if you're not rooting for any of the teams specifically, they're not your yeah. teams. Like you're in a casual environment, yeah. but like. Even like the the Pats Rams game, like the like that game, I was sitting there just like Yeah, we were like I was just like was kind of boy. There
3: was bad food there though. So like that was Yeah, no, I was just like sitting <laughs> there and was I'm just big.
2: like I was just like, can this game just be over? <laughs> like like Dude. it was a good game, but I like because of it was so
3: like yeah, three and out it was like we knew nothing 30 was commercials. Really
2: three and out, thirty commercials, and then like, that was the game floor. I was
3: talking about specifically. Like that that game was just straight up like so drawn out. There was so many punts. Remember, at one point, people thought that Johnny Hecker... Like, people were saying if, if the Rams won that game, Johnny Hecker was going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, dude, they
2: said that, like, after, like, the third quarter. <laughs> yes. They
3: were like, yeah, he had, like,
2: three pin downs and one He quarter. was like, yeah, he had, like, <laughs>
3: three punts inside the five. Shout out. And, like, <laughs> that was, like, never heard of. He set, like, Super Bowl records. Like, yeah,
2: dude, he was, like, the best punter of all time that game. And <laughs> it was just, like, how, like...
3: That's funny, but... Uh, Yes. Let's get into this game. I wanted to bring up, I said in the intro, it's going to be a record high. It's going to be in the mid-80s yep. around kickoff. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you were looking at this before. It's going to be in the mid-80s. That should be, if it stays true, it should be a um, Super Bowl record. That's what I was hearing. Yes. So it's going to be record heat. Um, and people were talking about, um, like, perfect. It's a dome. They probably have AC Little do you know, SoFi Stadium is not a dome. No.
2: no, it's open.
3: It's open. It's they, fully open. The, the way that somebody – I was listening to the radio. I'm not going to say who it was. I don't give shout-outs anymore. Yep. I'm not playing around. Um, But I was – I was a, I'm a long-time listener to the show, you know, and I was a first-time caller today. And um, I called in. I called in. I've never called into a radio show, but I was yep. like, I have a podcast. Like, I can talk – I just hit the table. I can talk with these guys. So I'm on hold for like 12 minutes <laughs> and I'm like, I, I won't point it's I'm six minutes in. I'm six minutes in I don't know. I'm halfway because I don't know when they're going to say, all right, Griffin from blah, 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 is here to talk about SoFi Stadium yeah. and the Celtics. I was talking about the Celtics mainly, but I did put in something about SoFi. <laughs>
0: um,
3: and um, I'll actually I'll run you through this whole story because this is the first time I ever called into a radio show. Yeah. And it was kind of a big deal. So where was I at? I was at okay so i'm on i'm on the phone i'm waiting i'm on hold right Mm -hmm. and the guy like a different guy like the producer whoever whoever handles like the phone calls to like ask like your name where you're from and um what what you want to talk about he was like um he was like hello uh what do you want to talk about like that's the first thing he asked me didn't even ask me my name and i was like um the celtics And he was like, what about the Celtics? (laughs) And I was like, true. Uh, My bad. Um, Like the trade deadline, the moves they made, stuff like that, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, so he was like, all right, sounds good. What's your name? And I was like, Griffin. And and shout out to them because they put my, I was watching it on TV while I was writing my nutrition paper because I'm a college student. And um, I uh, I was like, shout out to them because they put my name up right? Because they, yeah. they put your name and where you're from. And they uh, spelt it right. And they spelt it right.
2: You know, when you sent me the video of it, I was just, like, chilling in my room, like, yeah, um, watching
3: golf. The Waste Management <laughs> Open.
2: The Waste Management Open, one of the better tournaments of the year. Um, they spelt it right, and I was like, oh my god. that was a big deal right. for I, me, like, dude. I didn't say anything about it, because I was, yeah. like, shocked. Because, like,
3: usually, usually, right. like, let's be honest. People that spell my name wrong are actually idiots, because they spell it G-R-I- F-F-E-N. That makes no sense. My name is literally Griffin. It's N. In is literally a word. Yeah. It's a word. So like, how do you mess that up? And like, nobody, nobody has the first name Griffin. Like, there's a few last names that have the E N. Yeah, no one has the E-N. very rare. There's okay. more last names that have I N than there is E N. Yes. So like, I don't understand where people mess that up because like. I don't get mad at it because it's like I, I I couldn't care less how somebody spells my name. I don't take yeah, disrespect. Like it happens, like honestly, yeah. Like it happens. Like yeah. Uh, like like I'm not gonna be disrespected because it's not like my name is like John. Yeah. Which John is low key actually hard to spell too because it could be like J O N could be J O H N. Yeah. But like, like my name isn't actually that hard. Yeah. But I can't get mad at it because it's not like a very common name. Like no dis. But like, um, William, a biblical name. So like obviously yes. no disrespect but like that's an easy name to spell yeah no Brilliant. it is and
2: like people still like,
3: like how do people mess up your name like 1l like that's stupid if somebody does a 1l
2: like you get like the ending of my name has like a couple different like like different it's very rare but there's yeah there's different ways you can instead of like am there's some people who have like um or like i think there's another one i forget what it is
3: but it's not like common but like And like, but that that doesn't happen often to you, right? It does happen. My last name is well, yeah, your last name name is close. Yeah, it's never, but um, but um, like this happens often to me, and it's like the worst is the worst is when it's like a professor. Shout out to my professor, actually, Professor Mm O'Brien, because I told him about my podcast today, the day that we're recording it, and he said he was going to listen to the episode when it comes out at noon. So, shout out to him. Um, Thank you for that. But, like, sometimes my professors, I'm not talking about the professor I just mentioned, because he hasn't done that. But, like, my professors will put my name on something, like a document that we're working on and stuff like that. And um, they'll put EN. And I'm like, you look at the class roster. (laughs) Like, it's not that difficult. And then, okay, the worst, the worst, the worst, my boss at the bar that i worked at not the one that i'm currently employed at over the summer but the but the old spot yes the old spot where i bar backed i didn't didn't Mm. really bartend um like i worked for them the whole summer into the next and we like talked during the off season because we were like friendly um every single time like so so it's like it's like a couple it's a couple and i think it was like just a sign of disrespect because they did disrespect me yeah. throughout that whole process, and I'll put that I'll put that online, and that's no disrespect to them. I, I love them, very nice mm-hmm. people, but um, messing up my name on checks, in texts, on paper, like all of that. Like is, those, those are like legal documents, like like in every single one of my checks said Griffin King. Every single one of my I checks, my taxes, that. all that. It was low-key a mess at tax time, and I would tell them, I'd be like. I told him at least three times over the summer and he never changed it. And then I came back the next summer. Right. I'm expecting a bartend. This is what I've been told all that. And um, he um, like texted me. He was like, Griffin, can yeah, you, you like know, you come help set up? Show, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. Can you come help set up? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I was like, yeah, for sure. But my name is Griffin. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got you. I've been messing up with that. And I'd be like, yeah. And then I show up, a whole story goes down. Um, Long story short, I'm not working there anymore. Yep. Um, I'm working at a new spot, a good spot. I make more money. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. It's all about making money, um, increasing your profit. And that's what I need to do. I need to make the best business decision for myself. But anyways, that's why I don't. I think that whole story is actually the reason why I don't like when people spell my name EN. Mm-hmm. Like, because before that, like, I've gone like my whole life with it. And honestly, I think when people spell my name out, they like, unless they're my friends, I think it's more common that they put EN instead of IN. Like, yes. that's how often it happens to me. Yeah. And I never, I never, I never cared about it. I think until that story, because now every time someone spells it, that's all I can think of. So that's. I'm telling so many stories right now. I just told the story inside of a story. But, anyways, but, anyways, yes, that's why I was appreciative of this radio show for spelling my name correctly. So, I'm on the radio show, right?
1: Yep.
3: And we talk about the Celtics. I asked a question about the Celtics. I go, um, um, I'm not too sure about these moves that we made at the deadline. Mm -hmm. Like, I like Tice. Um, he fouls a lot, which is like kind of a running joke. Yeah, as you know, well. He started, and, he started the first game with two fouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um like I said, I like Tice. I don't know about moving him straight up for Schroeder. I think we could have got a little bit more value as well as um, um as well as for White. Mm-hmm. I, I like White a lot, and, and I think that's a guy that we needed to pick up, but losing someone like, like a Jay Rich paired up with a Langford is we're we're losing youth. We're losing depth because Linkford was getting a lot of minutes. Yes. And uh, we're losing a three because um Jay Rich is like six, seven, six eight, mm-hmm. maybe six, six right, around there. But he ran our backup three. And, and so what I asked is I explained that briefly. And then I said, um, like, do you guys actually think we're gonna go anywhere if Grant Williams is playing our backup small forward? Mm-hmm. And they laughed and they said it was a good question so basically we should fill the four to six slot on that radio show because i asked a question that made them laugh so clearly we are better than that yes right yes and then and then i went into the super bowl and i was like um the super bowl stadium mm-hmm. uh sofi stadium it's not a dome it's gonna be hot it's gonna be windy because it's kind of like a tunnel. Yes, there is a tunnel because the way it's shaped, and, and it's underground, low key too. And then I, the way that I said it, it looks like it kind of looks like a like a canopy because that's kind of what it is. Like there, it's, it's like a, it's weird. You have shaped. something.
2: Sophia is definitely weirdly shaped, but it's a nice thing.
3: You have something over you blocking out the rain from falling onto you, but you don't have any walls at all. No, like at all, zero wall. No. Which is, like, you don't need walls because you're in Los Angeles and it rains, like, three times a year there. Other than that, it's, like, minimum of 70 degrees. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that you need walls, but, like, if you're going to go through all of that and it's, like, an architectural masterpiece, like, a $7 billion stadium and, and all of that like drop like an extra bill put up some walls and put some ac in there like yeah. it would have just made so much more sense so you could have a controlled environment and and you can talk about the heat as like a home field advantage but like people can play in the cold playing in the heat is messed up no it it's actually a problem like i mean like, i'd at- rather play in the cold than play in like absurd heat well that's why the world cups in the winter not in the summer next year at cutter
2: yeah, or this year now actually. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: 2022. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. So like that's like that stadium is it's awesome. And I don't even know if I'd rather have walls or not, but it's just like if you're going through all that, like why not just put up walls so I don't even have to question that.
2: Exactly. You I don't want to question anything
3: about the stadium. Yeah. Because if I have to question something about the stadium, then I automatically like don't like the stadium. Yeah. Like I have to question a lot of things about um Gillette i don't like gillette well, that's that's a different story for a different day <laughs> that, that is definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that would that would be cool if we did an episode where it's like we pick stadiums and like critique the stadium yes yes yes, I, yes I, so we should I do
2: stadium, do critique. stadium, critique. Should stadium critique.
3: okay so all right we haven't talked about the game at, at all i was gonna say <laughs> i'll go first yes
2: so we'll say so how how i was thinking i have the the game stuff and then the betting stuff afterwards So, like I'll say my I'll say my game predictions. Yep. You'll say your game predictions, and then we'll do bets as a whole. So I'll start off Rams, Bengals. Bengals are gonna win.
3: Yes.
2: I'm with you on that. Bengals 31, Rams 28. The MVP, obviously, if the Bengals win, most likely it's going to be Burrow. But if not, I think Joe Mixon will be the MVP.
3: Okay. So I'm thinking. Um the Rams have the number one run defense in the league. Mm-hmm. So you think Mixon is going to bug out? Well, if he bugs out, right? Right. Then they'll win the game. Then
2: they'll win the game. but like, So you're, you're really,
3: banking on them winning so, the game by him bugging
2: out? No, that's not really where I was going. I was going like, they win the game. Burrow's obviously going to win MVP. But if Mixon also has a day and he's the reason why they win, there's a chance that Mixon will get that MVP vote obviously it's probably unlikely that it would be any other player other than like, a, like if another player is going to win, it's probably going to be like a, defensive, uh, a player. defensive player. Yeah. I doubt it would yeah. be another offensive player unless, unless it's Burrow, but I was like, Burrow is definitely due for a pick. You know what I mean? So that also kind of invalidates a lot of, yeah. MVP votes. Yeah. So, like, it, it could be a toss up, but I feel oh, like picking
3: the Super is a big deal. It,
2: it really is. That's why, like, even that's why I don't that,
3: think Stafford will win it if they win, because I think he will throw like five picks. Well, like, the thing <laughs> is, that's right. Also, too, like, if the Rams
2: end, end up winning, I don't think Stafford will be the MVP, but I think they'll give it to him just because they feel bad.
3: You got a point. Because there's no feeling bad for Joey, because Joey, because no, he'll be back. Yeah. No, like, I, they'll actually, definitely be back. I'm like sticking to this until it falls apart. And this is something that I, I, like I want it to happen so bad that like if it if it if I'm wrong about it, I won't actually even be mad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free twenty two. Shopify.com slash free twenty-two.
3: I want Joe Burrow to go to fifteen Super Bowls. Like I want I want I expect Joe Burrow to at least go to eight Super Bowls. I'm being so serious.
2: Like I th- honestly think they could.
3: I think Joe Burrow might be better than Patrick Mahomes in two years. And I feel like you might agree with me on that. I,
2: okay. So obviously we know how I feel about the Chiefs and
3: everything. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's I, I, I
2: just think like in this present moment, the Chiefs are on such a downward slope because of money. Yeah. Where like the Bengals have like the Bengals are restarting an opportunity. Like basically, like any new team that goes to the Super Bowl is starting an opportunity for a dynasty. For a dynasty. So like you have to think about the like like your your opportunities at stake. And like obviously the Bengals. <laughs> Haven't been in. I don't even know how many years. Like, I couldn't tell you but before me. Um, like ninety nine. Was it ninety nine?
3: Yeah. The because remember the last time before they got the their first playoff when they went to the Super Bowl and they lost.
2: Oh yeah, because no one ever sent a text about a, playoff, a Bengals playoff when Or maybe it, it wasn't ninety nine. It was eighty
3: nine. It was eighty nine. It was eighty nine.
2: Yeah. 89, yeah. I so the, I honestly, the, they definitely
3: uh, went to. They definitely went to the Super Bowl in eighty nine, yeah.
2: but before obviously the whole offseason talk, that's a different episode, different time. Yes. But briefly chiefs, I feel like are fumbling the bag in their off seasons and who they're signing. And they think the same guys will do the same tricks every single year. Right. And like, that's just totally wrong because you see a new rookie come in every single year and they do their thing and they do, they go off. And then you're like, what happened here? So like, that's clearly not the, the way to go about things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're just keeping the wrong guys. Okay. O- on, defensive side of the ball the offensive side of the ball i feel like that's a different game to play but like in terms of okay, like the Bengals really have to be smart here and i don't know if they have that completely yet because we've never seen them in this situation to make moves but they're trying that's what no that's what that's why
3: i'm saying like that's my prediction and Mm -hmm. i don't care if i'm wrong just because i want it to happen no i like it's a prediction i'm not saying that they will but i'm saying like i agree with you the first time you make a Super Bowl is your opportunity to just like start an absolute run of Super Bowls.
2: Like when you make the Super Bowl, like honestly, it's really
3: just the AFC. Yeah, that's
2: your time to be like, this is like my like, prediction, this is like our run. My prediction, the NFC is a toss-up of like four teams every single every year. The year. AFC is like, all right, yeah, the that they, was in the Super Bowl last year. Guaranteed AFC championship <laughs> game, unless everyone was about the team say, gets hurt.
3: I was about to say maximum of two nasty teams per year in the AFC.
2: exactly so like you gotta be like and AFC- they always
3: make the afc championship it's perfect like they never line up on the same side so like no we got lucky to see the chiefs versus the Bengals because that was god's plan like every year i feel like the afc championship game every year is good
2: it, no it usually because like because like the
3: two nasty afc teams are like so evenly matched every year
2: yeah and usually it's never like the best teams either like yeah that going exactly going into it it's like, not the
3: one in the two like every single year no
2: it's not and that's what makes it that's what makes it awesome like we have two four seeds in the super bowl yeah like that's like awesome yeah and, and it's not like they had bad records but no yeah. yeah they're just four seeds like
3: i mean it's not like
2: yeah it's so, like a bad
3: thing being a four seed it's just like it's not really like right so i will get into a couple of my predictions mm-hmm. i'll do i'll do the same amount of things that you did Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Bengals winning. Yep. Scoregami. Yep. 32 to 26 and never happened. Wow. It's never happened. Honestly, I like that one. Bossy, um, but like, <laughs> Scoregami,
2: we like to hear we, that.
3: Yeah, I, I do. I want to talk more about, uh, but like, when Scorigamis happen in the NFL, I want to say something, because we're starting to run out low-key, like, because teams aren't going to be dropping, like, 60 points like that.
2: Yeah. No, like, that
3: won't happen. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> If we get a score, Gami, in the Super Bowl, that would be nuts. And I heard a different score that Darren told us, 34-31, Simpsons things. The Simpsons thing was fake, is what we discovered. Really? It's fake. That didn't actually even happen. It was for a different um, – what was the Super Bowl that actually ended in 34-31? Because they, they they actually predicted that. That's a great question. Yeah, I, I don't I don't. I, don't remember, I honestly but... don't know. I really don't know. I Wait, thought it might have been a Pats one. It might have been the Pats. Was it Pats Falcons? Because they like, like predicted that one. I think they did. And then someone that just one. recreated it. Yeah, no, it, I think it, 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 it is. It, it, I, or not Chiefs, Bengals, Rams. Uh,
2: no, no, it wasn't. No, there's no way. Sorry, I feel like I should know this off the top of my head because, like, it's literally my favorite Super Bowl. But at the same time, like. It's not like a constant memory in my brain.
3: I'm not studying. I'm not like I'm not
2: like studying the score, making sure if someone asks, definitely not twenty five, nothing. No, then what the hell is this? That was
3: thirty four. I like. I don't even. I just want to get this. I want to get the score figured out.
2: Because... 34-28 was the... okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say because they didn't score any more points yeah. after it was 28 to thirty. So That's like they, they, was, they like, predicted
3: some Super Bowl or something and it like worked out, but somebody yeah. recreated it and did it like this. So I'm not gonna take that. I'm gonna take the score Gami.
2: I like the score Gami. Mine was um kind of what the direction of like the fake score was. Yeah, but I was like we have
3: we have um
2: we have um, similar
3: similar, 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 similar scores. That's I feel I like
2: thinking. it was going to be a three point game. I feel like it wouldn't, like, my initial thought was. You think was
3: McPherson's like, going to kick the game with her? Is that what see, you think? I was
2: thinking it might not even be a game winner. Like, we might have a dead, like, four minutes in the game at the end of the game. It might be dead for four minutes.
3: And, like, they're just trying to run the ball. They're just trying
2: to, like – like, oh, the Jamari Bengals Jay are out screens. there trying to run trying to run the ball. I could see that, Then too. the Rams are going to throw That's a pick, and then they're going to sit on it. Like, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like they'll run the ball. They'll get a first down, and then the punt. Yeah, And then the Rams will get the ball. Matthew Stafford will throw a pick.
2: And then they'll randomly not have it any timeouts at all and like screw up completely but somehow still win the game like they did in the nfc championship game <laughs>
3: okay like uh, if that happens well, i
2: honestly we never <laughs> talked about that enough but like we don't have to right now but i just wanted to bring some attention to the fact that like literally <laughs> i don't i forgot his name i feel bad but the dude on the 49ers that dropped the interception was that oh on, tart. Was that tart, was that's, tart. okay yeah. that's what i thought it was
3: tart tart's a legend for us yeah,
2: christian used to love him oh i know Uh, what's it called what's it called um he literally dropped the super bowl he dropped the super bowl but also the rams had no timeouts when that ball was being thrown
3: no no cap no cap the Bengals deserve to be here i don't think that the rams do (laughs) <laughs> like and they I think so they're a great team. Okay, I
2: can't even say they got lucky because the bangles really did get lucky. No, but, like, but the bangles like low-key dominated. It's not like they had lucky
3: yeah. plays, they just it's like it's not
2: like they had anything like insane. To put it to put it in basketball like, terms,
3: they just got buckets. Like they no, were just going off. They,
2: yeah, they did their thing.
3: Like, <laughs> like were they supposed to do their thing? Well, no, the thing but is, they like, did.
2: Every, like you can think about it, but, like it doesn't matter where they start, it's not the finish. So, like
3: that's true like but like you like, could say the same thing for the rams but i think the way that they got to their finished result well the like, classic la super team so like we move yeah because so, like, like they're assume- so good they're so good but they should have lost to the niners and they should have lost to the bucks too yeah (laughs) like like... like the Bengals shouldn't have lost to anybody even even with the game-winning field goals like they earned that because they were the underdog well
2: yeah like I mean like you can't even like you can't even be like okay they had they got a game-winning field goal I'm like I'm sorry they put themselves in a position to win win the game Yeah, like what what are you even like you can sit here and argue that they did the wrong thing all along and they got lucky they got to that field goal like I mean like Patrick Mahomes threw a pick in overtime like yeah like fix him first. Like I don't know.
3: Like Exactly. I can't wait for a new overtime rule too. I hope that happens soon. I agree. Um my MVP? MVP. My MVP? Sam Hubbard. Okay. Sam Hubbard's going to have two sacks, five tackles and a forced fumble. And he's going to win MVP. Maybe a scoop and score. Wow. Okay. Sam Hubbard at defensive end is one of the The most underrated defensive end in the league is Sam Hubbard.
2: Okay, I I agree with that one.
3: Sam Hubbard is a pro bowler.
0: Yep.
3: Sam Hubbard, maybe next year, maybe the year after that, could be an all pro second team, maybe first team. Like Sam Hubbard is so good. And I think, again,
2: is really good. Yes, they are. Trey Hendrickson as well. And they they have some big big guys in the middle, too. They're
3: playmakers. Yes. I love Trey Hendrickson. Um, used to be on the Saints mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I love their D tackles too. They're nice and young, low key. They're D tackles. Um, but Sam Hubbard, Sam Hubbard's going to be my Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of props if you want to get into that. Yes, I had, I I had, had one or too. Wanted to. I just
2: wanted to say really quickly. Yes. Dumbest thing I could possibly say, but I just honestly thought it was a cool idea. Like, what if Shooter McPherson won the MVP?
3: Like, what? Like he like, could like low key kick like, four field goals, including the game-winning field goal. He'd have twelve points in the game, and he could win MVP.
2: Like, if he was one of, if he was the highest scorer, and like literally the only reason why they have points. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like if it, that's the kind of game it is, like or like if, could. or if like he drills, if he drills an insanely long field goal
0: yeah and like also has <laughs> i was uh
3: i was like, listening to a to a shooter McPherson uh interview today mm-hmm. um, i'm not gonna say who was on i'm not gonna say who was on because they have enough clout themselves being the number one sports podcast and my my favorite podcast to listen to other than this one i love to hear yes. my own voice obviously um but he was like, he was like, I would love to kick like a 70-yard field goal in this what? I'm like, what?
2: I saw I saw I saw a meme of it afterwards. And it was like it was like Bengals get the kickoff at the 25. <laughs> Shooter McPherson enters the game to kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah. just like, what? He said,
3: dude, he said the longest field goal <laughs> he's ever kicked, it was in practice. In college, he kicked a 75 yard. field coach, And he asks his coach all the time when they're on fourth down and it's like 70 <laughs> yards if he could if he can kick it. And he like <laughs> sends them back. Like, Don't talk to me. <laughs> like the the interview I listened to with him, he was actually just a clown. Like he was he was actually hilarious and CJ Uzuma who's questionable. Yes. Questionable for this game. I think first off I think he's going to play. I do too. Cuz he's actually the heart and soul of that team. He's been yeah. on the team for like years now yeah. and he's their starting tight end and he's actually pretty good. He's too. good. Um but he was on it too and they were just like talking and um the the people that um oh I just sent Darren a text of the voice. So he has our podcast in script. Nice. Um the uh, they were just going back and forth, and the people that all right, it's part of my take, I don't care because it's not like me giving a shout out to part of my take is gonna affect them, yeah. Um, is- like <laughs> they're, they're so successful, but part of my take, like they're friends with Joe Burrow, yeah. So <laughs> they're like, okay, call Joe Burrow. So Sam Hubbard called Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow didn't pick up, mm-hmm. and he blamed it on Wi Fi, he, he and so, so they're like, all right, Evan, you try it.
1: start selling online today sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22 this holiday whether you're making a baker's simple truth turkey for 40 or a murray's baked brie for two bakers has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last bakers fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of
0: 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply
3: Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's fresh
1: for
0: everyone.
3: <laughs> it's like, I don't have Joe Burrow's number. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> he didn't even call him Joe or anything. Like he said, Joe Barrow. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, and then um <laughs> PFT. PFT was like, um, he was like, like, do you want his number? And Evan was like. No, I think I'll wait for him to give it to me. <laughs> he's a clown, and I think that's I think funny. he'll have a good day, and that would be insane if you want to MVP, but that's not like a – It's not like a possible thing. Yeah. I just thought it would be like – Like a it's a possibility, thing. but it's not actually that possible. Yeah, I just thought
2: it would be like a good like shout just to like what even would that bring because he's just cool, so like I had to say something about him. Yeah. Um, My props – So I'm going to start off with um, literally the beginning of the game. Um, we have, I have the a national anthem the game. I also have, have the a national, national anthem. anthem. Um, so I actually, had to make sure I had the name correct here, um, the nickname for the national anthem singer is quickie Mickey. So, uh, we have the under in the national anthem here. I feel like there's no doubt that quickie Mickey does not hold up to the nickname. Okay.
3: I also have an over under on that prop. So I think I should also say what it is and I'm taking the over taking the over. The over has hit 27. I think it was 27. It's either 27 or 28, but it was 27 out of the last 28 Super Bowls. Wow. The over has hit. I know Quickie Mickey. I know it's a notorious short Mickey's length. To shine. It's their um, every single one of their recorded like professional games that they did. The National Anthem Pro was under a minute and 35 seconds, which is what, what the what the time is at. But it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that's very true. It's the Super Bowl. You never know. Quickie Wicky could be excited. For the this is this on. is actually the hardest over-under National Anthem time that I have ever personally had to think of because I've yeah. also only thought of the last, like, three or four. Yeah, like, I've never really been, like, oh, my God, the National Anthem time. I'm and like, I, I've
2: always been, like, the Gatorade color.
3: I'm a Gatorade I'm color. A, yet, yeah, so. so I do I, I, have a Gatorade, I have color? A we'll, Gatorade we'll, color. Well, I think we should start pregame – Mid game then post
2: the game. Okay, yeah. cool. So now so I swear have I no, I still have pregame. You still have pregame? No, I have beginning of game. I have beginning game. I have the kickoff. Did you I tell you about this? Did kick-off? you steal
3: this? You didn't steal this from me, right? I have the touchback. Yeah, you yes. stole it. Cause I did I say it in the party yesterday? You might have, but honestly, okay. I was already
2: thinking. You already saw it. Yeah. I was having it will be a touchback.
3: Yes. I was and having like it That's like a
2: mortal touchback. lock of like, yeah. you can't like, you have to like bet that one.
3: That one has hit.
2: I think it's only missed like three years. Yeah. Like and it was three like the first years, three times like they recorded it.
3: Yeah. Like it was in the new, um, since the new, um, yard marker because they, yeah. they moved it up five yards yeah like but like if, if mcpherson gets that ball he's kicking it straight out of the end zone he's showing yeah. his range he's showing his range yeah so i'm just banking on the i um kicking off fair um in game mm-hmm. how many how many player props do you have in game i have so
2: two i have four two for each time two for each team and they're both touchdowns i have one
3: i have one for each team because i looked around and um I didn't really like a lot of the in-game picks. Yeah, I might like them tomorrow, but like that's the way that I bet. Like it's like when I get closer to the game, it's like you know I'm gonna throw money on this dude just in case. Yeah, but like the I have two that I like a lot, mm-hmm. and those are the ones I'm gonna go with for the game. And then I have a third one that like I might like just because Drake put five hundred k on it yep so uh you can get us started off so we will start
2: off with the Rams I have Cooper Cup and Odell anytime touchdown score
3: okay I have Odell touchdown yep. touchdown score so that's one of my I
2: have the anytime touchdown scores and then for the Bengals mine's actually kind of different I did not go Jamar Chase I did not go CJ Zola I have Joe Mixon and T Higgins yeah, I like that
3: pick anytime touchdown scores so I, I not so like have,
2: together or anything like that I just have them like both of them
3: yes I feel like yes you yes, yes, yes. call me basic but I have OBJ touchdown score and I have Jamar Chase touchdown score and it's really not as realistic as people think it is like this is an immortal lock if you think about no. it it's the Super Bowl so like Jamar Chase I think is going to have a tough day against Jalen Ramsey too but I think he's gonna find his way in off like a screen. It'll where... be like
2: a red zone kind of thing. Yeah, probably. yeah,
3: yeah. Cause like that's
2: what I was thinking with. Another tonight.
3: thing, and this is this is a big reason why I like the Bengals, it's because of Jamar Chase. Like Jamar Chase is one of like first year guy. Like people have had crazy first years, and like I haven't been attached to a to a wide receiver that's not a Seahawk since Julio. For a few years, like yeah. I, I was obsessed, or not even Julio. I didn't even really like Julio that much. Only, Maybe since Larry Fitzgerald for me. The last one for like okay, so like Calvin. 100%. You had Calvin
2: Johnson. Calvin Johnson was like my guy. Like I yeah. like I rocked with Calvin Johnson. I was a big Fitz fan. I like Larry Fitz. Like Larry I Fitzgerald. A, Larry
3: Fitzgerald is my favorite wide receiver of all time. I, was I think a huge Des Bryant fan. You're a big Des fan. Yeah. I like Des Bryant. He was, he was cool. cool for a little bit. He was cool. But but like Larry Fitzgerald was like my guy, like literally my favorite player in the league year in and year out from like
0: mm-hmm.
3: honestly, like when he came in the league, like when I was like young. Yeah. Um, and um I haven't been like that excited to watch a wide receiver like Larry Fitzgerald in his prime until I watched Jamar Chase play football this year. Yeah. Like, that's why I have such high expectations for this Bengals team, because it's the same with Joe Burrow. Like, I see it in these guys, and I saw it in Mahomes that they're just, like, different. And, like, same with Tyreek when he was returning kicks his first year. It was kind of like that same thing, but, like, I didn't really like Tyreek that much. I just knew he was going to be nasty. Like, I like Tyreek. I, I actually I love Tyreek, but I'm not, like, emotionally attached to him. Like, yeah. if he does good, like, that's awesome. But, like, if he has a bad game, I'm not upset about it. But, like, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is, like, the first guy since Larry Fitzgerald where it's, like, I'm looking at his stats, and it's, like, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: he's like, nuts.
3: This guy's going to be nuts. And he's, like, yeah. so fun, and he brings, like, youth to it. And he, like, doesn't really – it's not that he doesn't care, but, like, in big moments like this, like, I feel like he's even just, like, too young to realize where he is, so he's just having fun. Well, also, the other thing, too, there's a stat,
2: obviously. I Like, hopefully this isn't a jinx here. But they're a and o in must-win games together. In like all time? All lifetime. Time. They've never lost a must-win game together while they're on the same team. I saw a stat. And obviously um, three of them have already happened.
3: I saw a stat and it was like Joe Burrow hasn't lost a playoff slash bowl game since that big hit he took against – um central florida yeah. remember when he got rocked as the year before they went undefeated yes yeah it was like he hasn't lost i think it was a must-win game he hasn't lost a must-win game since then because it was like a bowl game it wasn't yeah. anything special but like yeah that's like what he's
2: that's yeah so like it's crazy and i was like how can you not like they're the type of people where like it, that wouldn't like that's that doesn't actually mean anything yeah in terms of like jinxing i think like if that were to like if they were to hypothetically lose like that's gonna be like, oh, that was a jinx. Like they would have, they, like they, they just they lost like that. Yeah. I feel like that's not like a. If that was like the last eight years in the NFL,
3: yeah, yeah, that's that different. Not, yeah, but yeah. like
2: it concurs with within
3: different time periods of their lives, it's not the same. The thing that I like about this team is like Jamar Chase is their wide receiver one, and in a few years he'll get a bag, and then T Higgins is their wide receiver two, and I think T Higgins is like a top tier wide receiver two that, like, could be a wide receiver one on a bad team, but he's not going to get as much money. So, like, they, they're no, not so worried like they, about paying him. Yeah. Uzoma's a vet. They're not going to worry about paying him. They're going to have to give some money to the line. The thing I'm trying to get my head around is – um, or not get my head around, but get get my point across is – I don't think they're going to struggle monetarily as much as the chiefs are. That's
2: what I'm saying. The chiefs are like, uh, I'm trying, I'm kind of trying to say that the Bengals are setting up well for their future. Exactly. I'm not trying to say Patrick Mahomes isn't worth the contract that he received. I just think that's just so much money where you're like, okay, he's our guy. Yes. Make him feel like he's your guy, but don't make him be the only guy on the team left. Yeah. Like yeah, like I think I think so that like,
3: when they noticed they were in win now, they just made so many moves for older, like amazing guys, like who are on the tail ends of their career, kind of like the end of their prime. That like after the year that they won the Super Bowl against the 49ers, they lost a lot of their offensive line and they came back and they're they're losing guys. They they don't have a consistent wide receiver three. No. the Chiefs don't and the problem,
2: even though they have Kelsey.
3: Yeah. And, um, like, they're not set up with younger talent. Like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is super young. They're not set up with younger talent on both sides of the ball like the Bengals are. Like, the, the Chiefs kind of went into the let's win four Super Bowls in the next five. Like, that was their goal, it seemed like. Yeah. And, and that's already out of the picture. That's not going to happen. No. But um, the Bengals are set up, like, let's contend for AFC championships and Super Bowls for the next 15 years.
2: Well, see, like that's also the thing that I was trying to say, like early on in the season, when I was like already on my Chiefs, like downfall kind of thing, where like I yes. they know they're good, but they're not. You hit
3: Chiefs. that in like week 13, 14. yeah. I-, I was
2: early to that parade when like they were on their win streak, and I was like, they're not actually that good they're when
3: they just... were kicking off their win streak, and then you just rode with it until you were waiting for them to lose. I was waiting for them to lose, and I said, watch them lose to the Bengals, and I lost to the Bengals, but you're also twice. saying, watch them lose every week yeah but i be mean fair. like I,
2: I gotta stay consistent so like yeah i can't be like oh yeah they're gonna win this so you're gonna be like well what's wrong Will? like what do you think what's, what's going on like are you all right like I, no, i have to stay consistent there but like also like you see like okay you compare dynasties, you automatically think pats yeah because it's the most recent biggest dynasty and you're like okay the pats had a lot of veterans they had young guys and they also had those middle-aged guys not like middle-aged in terms of like 50 years old like in terms of like 25 age, like nfl life yes and then you're like okay they cycle their old players the young players become middle-aged and then their old players go, grow with that team the Bengals are in the same kind of situation where they have a broad mix of both and it's not just like young old middle is there's really no one in the middle it's either you're either young middle or old there's no the chiefs you're talking about yeah the yeah, chiefs yeah, yeah. there's no like I mean, they do have Ceh, but he's been hurt. He hasn't been. Yeah, he. Hasn't, you know what I mean? It's he's different. consistently on the field right now. Exactly, and like.
3: I know what you mean because they have. They
2: like have they the have younger Mahomes, pieces, young. but they're also like they're they're also like, hitting that like middle of their like NFL low career. Key,
3: low key, Travis Kelsey's getting up there. Like he's like thirty. Well, I mean, which is like it's not. And so is like,
2: so is Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill's like
3: twenty eight, twenty nine. Right, something he's like turning, that. He's turning. I think. Is he going to turn twenty
2: eight or twenty nine this year? Okay. Yeah. I think he's turning 29 year.
3: he turned 28. Like, like basically what we're saying is he's he's not not 23 23. years old.
2: Yeah, we're we're like, Tyreek Hill might look like he is playing, like he's 26 years old. Yeah. But, like, he's going to be turning 30 soon. Yes. Like, Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing the best football of his life in a
1: year and a half. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details.
2: And we already think he's playing the best football of his life. Like, like we know that the best football of his life hasn't even started yet.
3: You know what's crazy about Patrick Mahomes is he's so crazy, and you can still see the holes in his game. It's like, Patrick Mahomes isn't actually that smart, but his ability, like smart, like he's definitely a smart guy, right? But like... His ability to, like, do the, – the people I can compare it to is Manning and Brady. It's like yeah. – because those guys didn't use their athleticism and they, they didn't really use their footwork or anything. Like, they had great footwork. But they didn't use, like, moving around the pocket like that. Like, they just used their smarts. Like, they knew what was going to happen in a play.
2: They took the game from an analytical level, not from like,
3: a and, and that's, like, honestly, in my opinion, that's, like, the best thing that a quarterback can do. And Patrick Mahomes, I feel like he's learning that. And and I feel like I've noticed moments where it's like Patrick Mahomes is just so much better than everybody. And, like, he, like, just dominates games. But you can see the holes in his IQ – and he he even said it his rookie year going into his rookie year he didn't know how to read a defense.
2: Well, see, also the thing that I was gonna say was I feel like because he's learning it now, those interceptions he threw, like the key ones, yeah, I feel like he was like he was trying to use his knowledge. Not that it's bad, it's just like he it's sees not the coverage yet. and he's like that should be open. But like also like the people who are good at using their IQ and knowing what's open will know whether or not that's actually the right play in that moment you know what I mean I feel like those interceptions were forced because he knows that's supposed to be open based off of like a statistical number of yeah you run this defense I run this play on offense this guy is open on the left side of the field and you throw a pick because he should be open
3: yeah
0: you know what I mean like
2: you have to account for human error and or human like like right uh, because you're going
3: you're going up against a defense that are also human beings as well I also watch film I also see that no every single play that you've ran and, and you installed new plays pretty much week in and week out and stuff like that. But you have your beaters, all, all of that. And these people are studying it, and Ed Reed was, Ed Reed was one of the greatest like students of the game. Like as people say it um, and like, that's what I want Pat Mahomes to be because on an offensive perspective, doing it like that like I feel like Brady has it down but Brady's Brady's is different to the point where it's like he watches film all that like he Mm -hmm. definitely watches a lot of film and that helps him a lot but also in just certain situations Brady can just look up and he knows I know that person on the on the we're watching the Celtics I know that person that was just on tv (laughs) yeah they were just showing somebody in the crowd I know exactly who that is um but Brady like just, like, he would go beyond the center, and, and what I think he would do. Like, obviously, I'm not 100% sure of this, but this is the way that I see it. It's, like, Brady, like, looks up at the coverage, all of this, and it's, like, I still know what he's going to do, and I know if he's going to mess up. Like, he just has that feeling. He, he has, like, a know. different sense. And yeah. I feel like Patrick Mahomes will develop that. Like sixth sense. Yes, yes. I feel like Patrick Mahomes will develop that. He just hasn't yet. And once he does, he will actually be unstoppable. So – my uh, like obviously we could save more of this for the offseason and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but
2: before we continue on, the yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. I wanted to say was one, I like like I feel like the position the Chiefs are leading him in, that six cents, he's gonna have to really earn yeah, that yeah, six cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if he's got no one around him, that six cents isn't it's, gonna like isn't, come about yeah, Like he's it, gonna like, he's gonna be like, I have to fend for myself out yeah, here because yeah, I got exactly. no one out. <laughs> like he really has like two years left of that six cents to figure it out. And you really don't want to figure it out on that second year. Right. Because then like, like next year, they're going to have to pay a lot of people. They're yeah. going to have to. And like the other thing I wanted to say was I'm really curious. Honestly, I don't think it will happen, but I'm really curious to see how he would look on a different
3: team. Yeah. I don't think it will happen. Let's not get into that. Cause this yeah, I don't
2: want crazy. to get into it, but I just saying, yeah, like just the wondering. idea of that,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah, okay. So what that was bring. So um different episode. Yeah, so we broke down the bangles youth. That's how we got into that whole Chiefs thing. I feel like we get into this Chiefs thing like every episode. Yeah,
2: you
3: can't uh, escape the Chiefs. <laughs> um but this game, so we both have we both have the Bengals, like mm-hmm. let, let's recap. We both have the Bangles. Yep. Um we separated on the um national anthem yep did you have a coin toss protection we didn't we didn't say anything about
2: it but what do you have
3: because i have heads
2: i have tails okay
3: good i actually i'm a rare person that is anti-tails i feel like
2: yeah i'm always tails and remember i I called it at the national championship you know i was like watching the tails but remember i called heads Heads at at the the super Super Bowl. Bowl. yeah (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) exactly So I have heads just because I stay I stick with mine, you know, and I feel like heads actually doesn't get the amount of love it should because it's a 50 50 relationship. One of it, one side of that coins a tails and the other side is a heads. But but sometimes it's like it's like how 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 did it land on heads? And it's not how are you heads? Like, I feel like it doesn't get enough love. but (laughs) i don't know i like i feel like people are always like tails never fails because somebody made that stupid sentence up like that's not analytically like correct like it fails 50 percent of the time because there's two sides because
2: like that's just like
3: was that you that tried to convince me that tails like since the coin weighed like it wasn't balanced with the weight was that you that definitely was not me. Okay, I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. I don't. Dude, even... somebody, somebody one time was you. You like, was like, no, trust
2: super fan. He was like, like, like you to really say heads or tails. I'm like tails. Yeah, and I say heads. There's a rare chance where I have a gut feeling like
3: heads, and then, yeah. it like, and then it'll
2: hit. and I'm like, yeah, I know. But,
3: but you, like, I okay, so you don't have a gut feeling for the Super Bowl though.
2: My gut feeling is tails, as okay. always. Tails. When I when I never have a gut feeling, I always go tails because it, like, if it fails me, I'm not upset.
3: Okay, okay. I'll be like,
2: all right, I gave it my best bet here. I'm not like mm, I don't know. I'm feeling heads, but I went tails and I'm upset that I didn't. I'm
3: kind it. of feeling good about heads for myself because um here's what I think is gonna happen. I think they're gonna they're gonna flip the coin. They call it before they it's in the air nowadays, but um the Bengals are gonna call it mm-hmm. they're gonna call tails, right? Because they are a tails never fails type of team, and it's gonna be heads and the Rams are gonna win it. And then the um, Evan McPherson's gonna kick off because they're gonna the He's gonna kick it out of the end zone. Mm. That's like that's my exact prediction of how pregame is gonna go up until the kickoff. So we have that for the pregame. Yep. Um, we have the score of the game, all of that. We have our in-game props. Unless we have the Gatorade pick. Okay, Gatorade pick. So I have two Gatorade picks. Okay. Orange for the Bengals. Orange for the
2: Bengals. Yeah. You got if you're betting bangles, you are betting Bengals, you got to obviously yeah. tag along with the orange. All right, so
3: I want orange because I have the Bengals, um, and
2: I feel I thought like about two the Rams are a red team.
3: The Rams, the Rams are definitely a red team because they're so basic with that stuff. It's Has like it they're so
2: water or clear.
3: Yes, yes. So that's such a sleeper pick. Yeah, because like think about it. Like there is a purple it's, purple. it's never
0: purple. It's never purple
3: yeah nobody like grape like i like it but it's like not bad but it's
2: not but, but like the vikings aren't in the super bowl and i feel like they don't drink
3: grape gatorade no chance the vikings probably drink like nothing like lime and like lime oh my gosh they definitely drink like that um what's that terrible gatorade flavor that's like cucumber or oh, something. The one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like
2: cucumber jalapeno one or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's jalapeno. <laughs> Bro,
3: no, they definitely drink that. Like they just definitely drink something that a loser would drink. drink, like spinach water. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, like that's why they're losing. Games. They like eat celery because there's a lot of water in celery. <laughs> on <island>. like <laughs> orange slices. Like we're gonna have an orange bath. Um. <laughs> I don't know what the
2: what the Vikings ever did. So you was.
3: got you got red for the Rams and you got orange for the Bengals. Yeah, I'm just straight sure up going for orange in general. Yeah, because the Bengals are gonna win.
2: Yeah, no, I, I on like I was just gonna say orange for the Bengals because that's who I have. But I was like, if we're gonna talk about the Ram side of the things, right? I feel like it's either red, and I feel like blue is too obvious. So I feel like they would probably blue be lucky
3: like, doesn't even really happen that often. I feel you know, like it's usually orange or red.
2: Yeah, and I feel like if they were to have a different color, I feel like they would have like the lime yellow green color. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, because the they like love their flavor. bone jersey, so they would love to like match the bone yellow. Might be it. Like it could be yellow. You're just you just know like low key talk to me into yellow. You know what? The Bengals could be a yellow team, dude. I could. The s- Bengals are the such bangles? a yellow team. I was saying the
3: Rams could be a yellow team. The Bengals
2: are low key a yellow team. You think? Because the Gatorade cooler is already orange. Yeah. There's no. They already ha- like to the to the public. They're like, oh, we're repping orange.
3: Thursday night color rush. What? Thursday night color rush. Yeah, I know, but like. On a Sunday. Oh. They could be clear. No, it actually, it definitely.
2: No, it's definitely
3: orange. It has I, be, No, I, I'm going to go orange and I'm going to go clear. Because I, I really think it might be water. The Rams are drinking water? I think the Rams drink water, bro, because it's Sean McVay. Like, have you seen, like. You know
2: what? They might be drinking water because of how hot it is. Gatorade cramps
3: Gatorade does even cramp. though
2: they spit it out, you still get that sugar that just like messes you up. Like I know you want the extra electrolytes, but if you just have water, like it's honestly better.
3: Dude, it's because that what that is is just electrolytes, but it's sugar, so it's like it's helping you, but it's hurting you. Exactly.
2: I feel like in the Super Bowl, like obviously they're yeah. there's obviously always Gatorade, but like
3: okay. So do we have anything else for the Super Bowl? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. um. Trying to see what, like I just looked at a website, I just wanted to see what they were thinking, you know. Blue is a underdog, blue. blue is a
3: favorite this year, I guess. Makes blue, sense it, it said Rams. blue was like an underdog favorite, so it's like one of those dogs that you take. Oh, this is exactly, no, what, this is exactly no. what I would like to see. No, blue was last year. Blue was last Blue year?
2: was two out of the last three wow, years. Blue was common. Oh my god, the clear was fo- oh my god, wait, what
3: clear was 40? They went crazy or... from Super Bowl 39 none, to 42. None, none, none. No, Super Bowl thirty six. No, look 51. at um, look at fifty one. It's also none. Oh my god, yeah, who won thirty six? Cool. The Pats.
2: the pads. and then
3: and then the Eagles. Because you can pick none, I think. Oh my god, fifty one. The Eagles went yellow. See that?
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: The Giants went purple. The Giants are such a purple team.
2: Of course, they went purple.
3: <laughs> yeah, let's beat let's beat a seventeen and O team and put purple Gatorade on our head coach's head. Mm-hmm. What were the Seahawks? Well, honestly, this orange. does not help. The at Seahawks all. are the Seahawks were such an orange team. Yeah,
2: I know the Seahawks were No, it's an like
3: it's like team. things like this, like there actually isn't no analytical way to do it, dude. It's no, just no, like, because like know. there's
2: not even like a there's not even like a trend here.
3: There isn't at all. There
2: isn't. Like the multiple teams that have been in the Super Bowl, like there's literally it's literally there's
3: no consistency here. Well, also, a lot of it's also the Patriots, and they don't do them. They,
2: they don't, they don't give in to the to fun. Um well, like, even, like, the Chiefs, like, they were orange. That doesn't even make sense.
3: No, they were an orange team. Young people like the orange-flavored. I know, but no, they were young for that. Two years is a long time, bro. Like, and, and they lost blue. a lot like, of young players, ago? too. They traded a lot. Blue. All right, all right, all right. We got anything else for the Super Bowl? That's all I got for the That's team. all I have for the Super Bowl as well, so – um, we'll we'll cover everything that happens on the next episode. We also have big news on the next episode that I forgot I should have mentioned that we're have big news for the next We one. do have big news. I was gonna say that, but I didn't we're know. We're not we are not going to say know. it. No, we're, we're not, not gonna, gonna say what it is. Surprise for next episode. Yeah, like it's a big surprise for next episode. But we're gonna get an NBA trade deadline. Um, the bit we're gonna talk about this big trade that you're looking at right now. Well, I actually and
2: have, then, um all of the trades here
3: it says um but i don't, I
2: don't want to be i don't want to be looking at like the dumb trades no, no no we can skip i have like a button here that will just like get it done so um would you want to talk about the big one first
3: yes i want to talk about the big one first that has nothing to do with my team
2: um first the big one obviously i think everyone knows the headline of the trade deadline was james harden to philly for ben simmons
3: there was, there was obviously
2: there was more into that trade. It was Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, the 2022 first round pick, unprotected with right to defer until 2023. 2027 first round pick, <laughs> top eight protection through 2028, becomes two seconds if not conveyed. And then the 76ers <laughs> received James Harden and Paul Mills.
3: I just I just can't <laughs> believe I just can't believe that the 76ers got rid of such a star in in Andre Drummond. He's the best backup center in the league. He's the starter on a good amount of teams. And they gave up Seth Curry. Seth Curry's a starter.
2: Seth Seth Curry was low-key their hero. I, like the Nets might start Andre
3: Drummond and Seth Curry. I think Doc was sick of the awkwardness. It was definitely so awkward having your son-in-law like start at the two for you. Yeah. Like, like this is this is what I think the um like tough love is like real. This life. is what I think the starting lineup might be for the Nets, ready? Kyrie for half the games yep. at the one, Seth at the two, KD at the three, Simmons at the four, where he belongs, yep. and Drummond at the five. That's gonna I think that might be their story. That's a good starting lineup. That's a good I honestly
2: I like Philly's starting lineup. They have Harden running the one. Yeah.
3: Just because Harden. Is actually the perfect player to play with Joel Embiid. Yeah. Like, and then by definition, he's literally the most perfect max. Exactly.
2: And him. then they have Halliburton, right?
3: Yes. No. The Pacers have Halliburton.
2: Who's Tyrese Maxi? Tyrese Maxi. My yes. bad. Yes. yes, yes. Maxi, and then small forward is um. Who's your small forward? Uh,
3: uh, Thibault. They, I they think run. They run him.
2: There I think sometimes. it's Thibel. Um. Tobias Harrison
3: and beat. Yeah, like that's a solid team. Who'd you say it there too? Maxi. Maxi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think both these teams won. Like, I, I think. Um, I think the hype that this is like a bad trade is like such. Like, it's not it's like this not is, not is
2: like actually a bad actually trade. the best
3: possible trade for both teams. In I, my opinion,
2: it's the only reason why it's actually a bad trade. It's only a bad trade for the Nets because of how much they had to do to get rid of. Like how to acquire their like big three, yeah, you know what I mean. Like to get big Harden two and a but, half. Well, yeah, but like to acquire Harden last year, and like they have a lot of depth. Like in my opinion, I think if they rocked with KD, obviously they don't have Kyrie for all the games. They only have them for half, half of them, and. I still think that they would have been in a good position because I mean, they're on a 10 game losing streak. Yes. There's,
3: but, but without, without a lot of people playing. Exactly. So like, I feel like, but that's an issue. Like that's something they needed to make moves for because of that. Like if you're not going to be consistent with your injuries, then, then you need to make moves for people that are going to play. And hopefully, and hopefully, um, hopefully Ben Simmons ends up playing. But by the look of it, I think he's going to start playing like right away.
2: I think he wants to. I mean, he's been getting he's been tanking funds for not playing,
3: dude. The guards, the guards from Australia, they have a tough time, uh, taking shots. Yeah, exactly. That was a political joke. I I didn't really get that one, Kyrie Irving. Oh, well, 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 well. and then Benson, the should shooter, as well. But don't, no. that was a, that was a, that was a, this is the one I want no to know because of thing. the team. That's involved. I because I, I on Twitter. I, I just, need to clear my name before I get canceled. Exactly. Um, um, I didn't mean that in a way that was like supposed to be political because I actually could not care less. So, like, no, well, I could care less. Like, I, I care about the, all the, things that happen in politics in our country, obviously. Yes. Yes. But um, I'm not picking sides here. I, it was a joke I saw on Twitter, so blame the guy on Twitter. Okay. That's what I should have said.
2: Um, the next trade involves the Wizards.
3: I wanted to talk about and this,
2: And before we talk about the Wizards, I wanted to rehash on my um, my tangent about Kyle <laughs> Kuzma last year and how I said, watch him be great on another team. That was your best take ever. Um, he's having a fantastic season this year. He had his first career triple-double last night. Wow, really? Yep, 15-13-10. and 10.
3: That's not bad.
2: He went six from fifteen. Thirteen rebounds, what rebounds? Uh, Thirteen rebounds, ten assists, fifteen points. This year, he's averaging thirty-three minutes. Which I mean, he's that's pretty consistent playing time through all of his years. Yeah. He's been in sixteen points. Not bad. Which he hasn't done that since his rookie year.
3: He was different his rookie year. Exactly. He has
2: eight, he's averaging eight rebounds. That's
3: that's awesome. That's a career high too.
2: That's also a career high. Um, Two point nine rebounds is also a career high. Assist, assist. I mean assists. My bad um steals is tied for his career and he's actually averaging almost a block almost game. a block game and almost a block
3: game. that's that actually is very good stats and what did you say around you said like 25 10 which could be achievable within the next couple of years is that what you said was a 25 10 or did you say like 18 and 8 i wanted to say 15 10 did you say fifteen and ten? So, I want, so I mean, he's actually like right around there, right now. I want to now. say
2: fifteen and ten, or maybe he was like a twenty ten kind of. I feel guy. like
3: you had a little bit more. On I feel that like I. Put, I feel you like definitely had ten rebounds.
2: I definitely had ten. It might have been twenty 10, ten. I like think 10, it was a twenty
3: ten guy, which yeah, which he's actually like pretty close. He, to. he
2: could be a twenty ten guy, like I mean, <coughs> he's definitely done. I mean, yeah, he had 25-11 again on February 1st against the Bucks. Like that's a good like he he third against
3: but, the Grizzlies. So, so we'll get into this trade that they made. Yes. Um, do you think this trade is gonna be good for him? Because the Wizards are receiving Christoph Porzingis from the Dallas Mavericks, um, along with a second round pick. And the Mavs are gonna get Spencer Dinwiddie and um Davis Bertans, who's like I feel like Davis Bertons is heavily slept on. I would love for him to be a Celtic. He right. can shoot the crap out of the ball.
2: Honestly, this trade makes no sense. I think
3: I think the Mavs won this trade. Like I
2: they, they got the Mavs losing. They and yeah, the they Wizards don't winning.
3: This website doesn't agree with me, but well, like the Mavs
2: and Davis Bertans is a the, good pick The down. Wizards. Really, the only value here is a second-round pick, and like no diss to Chris Z. he's just always hurt. He's, he's always hurt, but really he also doesn't. Just, he can't go in the paint anymore.
3: Yeah, like he's really not that good.
2: Like he's struggling
3: here. Yeah, and that's against. That's against. I don't even know. That who looks that like has. a point guard. Yeah, he, that guy was way shorter than him. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna officially say um. The Mavs won that trade, yeah, even though, the even though they trade don't trade agree well. with me. Let's cover this real quick. Um, the Hornets got Montrezl Harrell, who yep. will probably start at center for them. And care. and the Wizards got Ish Smith again somehow. And then they also got Vernon Carey Jr., who's good at Duke, but will never be good in the NBA because that's how Duke players are.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, solid trade. I think it just makes sense. Cool. I yeah,
3: like, like won. good job. I think I think the Hornets won.
2: Yeah.
3: And they don't agree with me on that either. I think this is stupid. All right, so let's talk about our team.
2: Derek White to Boston, Jay Rich to San
3: Antonio. All right, so the full package is um, Josh Richardson, mm-hmm. Romeo, and the 2022 first round pick. Yep. Top four protected though. We're not going to be in the top four. Um, Derek White. So can I can I can I start with this? Yeah. Because I've actually been thinking about this trade since it happened like I don't think there's been an hour where I haven't thought about this kid yep. because I love him I love Derek White and I want to say he's averaging around 16 and 6 a game at mm-hmm. the moment he plays very good defense he plays very good offense and, and we're watching the game right now with 55 seconds left out three against the Nuggets hopefully nothing bad happens But last time I checked, he had 11 points. Like that's 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 an awesome first. It's his first game. Yeah, he got traded. We
2: want to see. He got
3: traded literally yesterday. Yeah. So he's just out there getting buckets right now. Seems very
2: happy too. So like I'm a
3: big fan of this kid, but I think we could have gave up less.
2: I do too. I feel like Romeo Langford could have been a stretch there. Romeo
3: romeo was playing good i know and so was jay rich so was
2: jay rich so that's why i was like i feel like if we were to give up one of them i feel like i i, I just said romeo that was the first person i, I just looked would at. you
3: rather give up this wouldn't have been a good question last year but it is this year would you rather give up romeo linkford or grant williams
2: if it was last year
3: if it was last year, I'd rather give up Grant. But if it was yeah, this, year, this I'd year, I'd rather give up Roman. Romeo. Because like as much as much as I um dog on um uh, Grant, he's like shooting great numbers and like his defense hasn't been as bad as it used to be.
2: He's lucky playing like he actually cares now. So like, <laughs> so, like it, it, he
3: won it, SEC yeah. player of the year and we drafted him. I remember on the podcast, like when we started it, we made the joke, it was like we drafted a six-five power forward because we thought it's a point guard. And he was yeah, the SEC dude, you've been defensive player that for of the year. So long. Yeah, but like now he like plays the three a little bit and the four, and I actually don't really mind him. Like he he does enough on defense, and he doesn't do bad on offense at all. But sometimes he just makes it uh, such a dumb play. Yeah. Like sometimes he just looks like an idiot out there. Yeah. But then sometimes he looks like he knows what he's doing. And
2: sometimes he makes plays where like he really wants it and like wants the. Best sometimes
3: he sometimes he shoots that corner three, and it's like I don't know if he's got, ever gonna miss that. Yeah that's But then sometimes he breaks in And I'm oh, like I don't like, know if he's ever gonna make let's that Let's like not give him the ball again He is such a streaky shooter Yeah And you know what it, like, I'll But take like it he's it. been He's been kind of consistent with it this year. Yeah Like I'll, I'll take it I'll take it But um Lucky Land Casino Asking people What's the weirdest place You've gotten lucky
1: Lucky? In line at the deli I guess Aha In my dentist's office
2: you know, I, I totally forgot who Derek White was until I saw the trade. Yeah, yeah. one you don't, you, don't hear, you don't hear much San about San Antonio. Yeah. Exactly. And then I realized who it was. And I mean, we were talking about it on PlayStation the other night. And I was like, who is last Derek night. White last night? And then I was just like, I looked him up and I
3: was like, Oh, I know it's who this, this guy. guy is. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's really he's good. he's very good. And he started yeah. for the Spurs. Yeah, that's um, with Javante in the in the backcourt. And I think we gave up a little bit too much, but at the same time, it I, makes I'm, sense not, I'm not super it upset with it because we gave up two bench pieces and a first-round pick for a starting point guard. We might not even start him. I would actually like to see him out there starting, and he's getting he's getting the quality minutes right now. But, like, even a lineup, a small ball lineup, something like him and Marcus in the backcourt, like, think about that defense. Roller's oh, my goodness. 15-16. Fifteen points, sixteen, 16 rebounds, more. and three, three blocks. The three blocks. That was three blocks. three blocks. Yeah, that is a great game. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, but but uh, but I was as I was saying, a lineup that includes Marcus Smart and Dejounte, not Dejounte, we don't Dejounte. Um, uh, Derrick White, and then JB at the three. Mm-hmm. JT at the four and Rob will at the five. Like I actually like that lineup a lot. Yeah. And I feel like that gives everybody a chance to space things out. Cause he's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. He's not having a great year shooting the ball this year. I was looking at his stats more in depth yesterday and I don't know if they've changed. Well, they've definitely changed based off this game, his shooting percentage, but I remember his shooting percentage was around 31% mm-hmm. from, from three from three. Yeah. Um, which isn't terrible but also a factor is everybody's shooting percentages is a little bit off this year because they have a new basketball yeah they're using a different ball and and throughout his career he's actually shot pretty well so he adds shooting he adds someone that can handle the ball and someone that does not have to be the primary ball handler but he can move the ball if he needs to Right, so like we're watching the game right now. We see Tatum getting the ball. This is a perfect example of it. Like he just made the pass because he can.
2: Exactly, because
3: Tatum Tatum kind of needs to have the ball in his hands the whole time, and Derek White is a great point guard. That if he's if his job is to bring up the ball, he'll bring up the ball. But if his job is to catch and shoot, he can catch and shoot. you can he can do both very well. He can do everything. Yeah, he, he's a very good player. And Marcus Smart's kind of the same. I don't like Marcus Smart bringing up the ball, though. No. I do like Marcus Smart at the two, and that's why I like that lineup. Sometimes when
2: Marcus Smart brings up the ball, I feel like we don't know what we're doing. And then sometimes when he does, <laughs> I feel like we know exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly like every possession well, the, is like a different one. <laughs>
3: the game. reason I hate Marcus Smart bringing up the ball is because, like, he's due, like sp- – four or five times a game to bring up the ball and then just shoot a three before anything starts. So I'm not really the big, biggest fan of him doing that. But I feel like Derek White, he never makes the wrong move. And sometimes uh, a good amount of time he makes the right, like the exact right move. And that's awesome. So I'm a big fan of Derek White and I like the move that they made. So I I would say both sides. won. honestly, I feel like it was time for him to move on from, um, from um, San Antonio but i think i think he's going to be a solid player for a couple of years for us and i think he's going to be in and out of the starting rotation and when he's on the bench i think he's going to be a great impact off the bench mm. um Bowl and pj dozier we got rid of for a second round pick that was hilarious yeah. i don't like that we gave up cash in that trade but we're still um we're still cool under the tax um and then we have another Celtics trade um this is kind of this is a big one too I'm glad that we made moves. I want to before we get into this trade, I want to talk about Brad Stevens. I'm so glad that Brad Stevens, even though we're on a little we're on a little kick right now, like we're playing good games, but he knows, right? Like, and this is what you have to do. And I feel like Danny Ainge didn't do this well enough. He needs to make moves at all times. Like this Celtics team when they're young and and there's holes in, in this team, we have to make moves. And if we have guys that are on trial periods, Like, why not? And maybe we'll sign him again. And this is kind of exactly what we're doing with White. And um, this move involves someone that we had on a trial period. It was Dennis Schroeder. And Dennis Schroeder was one of those players. He was playing awesome for us, right? But I don't know if you're mad about this. Um, I'm not mad about this move at all. Because if you think about it, overall, we gave up Romeo. We gave up Jay Rich. We gave up Dennis Schroeder. And we got... Daniel Tice. It was Daniel Tice straight up for Dennis Schroeder, right? So we gave up our all of the players I mentioned. We got Daniel Tice and we got Derek White. I think those two guys, I think Derek White was the best person in, out of all the names I said. Yes. And then I think Daniel Tice has been having solid – a solid year for the Rockets. I remember when he was on the Bulls, he played very well.
2: Yeah, he did. No, like, mean, he's
3: not bad off the bench I was at honestly all. upset
2: when we got rid of him because I was like... I liked Tyson. And, and
3: we got rid of him after a great playoff, run. He, I know. Like, that's from why him, I was for like him, upset. he put up great numbers in
2: those playoffs. He was like bored man.
3: Yeah, exactly. But he, he, I, I do like the joke because he gets screwed out with the amount of fouls that guy called like, on him for no reason like
2: honestly like you can make the joke from just seeing the stat sheet but if you're really watching the games out there he, like his fouls he's going straight up and down every single time yes yes yes. they're so screwed dumb. over and it's just so upsetting because it's like he means literally no harm by like doing what he's doing but like the fouls he's getting like half of the fouls he gets a game are not even his fault
3: exactly but but I feel like who knows if that will happen again. That's just what happened with the Celtics. Yeah, and it, it was during that little run where he was still playing very impressive basketball. He was still playing. But he, was numbers, but he, he was in and out. He like... was in and out of foul trouble, which yeah. which scared us in those playoffs. But he has a different role on this team now because Rob will was still on that team. But it's kind of a transition now where Rob will was the backup, and sometimes even the third string. Yeah, and Daniel Tice was our starter. When Daniel Tice is a very solid backup center, well, like one of the better backup centers. But not a great like starting center. Like he's not yeah. someone that you actually want starting on the championship caliber roster. Yep. I think that was a great move for our bench. I think Derek White was a great move for our starting rotation.
2: Just wanted to say there was a violation on that play that didn't get called.
3: They never called the violation. No,
2: Jokic literally put his foot in the entire paint before Tatum even. Like Tatum was like, the ball was still in his hand, and Jokic literally started pointing to the other side of the court. Well, on in
3: the paint. I feel like Jokic definitely has a lot of points because I've seen him get so many. But yeah, no, show. he definitely does.
2: I just. But I, we won. I, I just wanted to point out there that they just. I mean, obviously there was really no reason to call the violation, but I mean, if we're gonna call, if you want a good, want a good day on the court, as a ref. Well,
3: well, because at the end of the day, um, it's all about the refs having like a just. Going out there, blowing the whistle, running around, having an absolute day. Like, like and, I didn't want to and, go and home. No like, matter what, you no gotta make what, that call. No matter what. It's it's one of those where it's like, let's go all, let's make the right calls, let's have a day. Because there's there's three teams in this game. It's the players on each team mm-hmm. and it's the refs. Exactly. You know, the refs and they have families as well. Exactly. So you have and, to think about that. and
2: honestly, I feel like they didn't beca- like because they didn't make that call, I feel like they're taking advantage of the game. like honestly like you know what i mean i feel like they're taking advantage of the time that they have out there on the court and they're just like hey i want this game to be over with like i want to just go home but like like it's only 10 seconds left like just make the right call yeah
3: yeah okay okay i agree just like i I get it like everyone gets because because a win for them a win for them is not messing up
2: exactly and you don't want to be like oh i could have called that violation you go home and be like i could have called that violation but no one else knows that but you do you have to live it's with that not one of those day. you have to live with yourself <laughs> with that at the end of the day that you know you didn't make that call
3: right you, you know i mean if point. you're
2: if you're that kind of a person you know what i mean I and, and, and like, that
3: what... guy could not be like that well it's good that you're coming from this perspective because literally nobody on planet earth does um because at the end of the day it's about who wins and who loses and at that point, the Nuggets were already down eight. Exactly. We were shooting. It would have, it would have, it would have disfavored it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have changed the result of the game at all. No. But it's one of those that, like, we're wrapping up the day. Like, let's make the right call and just get out of here and call it a. Like, season. let's end on a good note. You know what I yeah. mean? But Super it's, it's next, nothing that no, it's nothing that nobody was actually mad about except for you,
2: clearly. Exactly. No, I'm honestly not really mad about it. I'm mad about the ref didn't calling it because I'm, I'm mad for him. Because like at the end of the day, he knows he didn't make that call. Because now technically, he wasn't
3: 100 percent correct today.
2: No. You know what I mean? I feel like you do have to live with that. Right. And like, that's like, obviously no one's
3: perfect. Yeah.
2: But like, at the end of the day, when you look at your, your shoot at the end of the game and see how well you did, you're like, Hey, you missed that call at the end of the game. Like, that's an easy call.
3: Well, well, the good thing, the, the good thing is, in two days, he's gonna have another game. So exactly. So hopefully, got, hopefully, it'll be hopefully, a big makeup game. Maybe it'll be his flu game. Maybe they'll have the best game. He's hopefully, ever I'll have, have a wake up call. In two <laughs> days. Because because that was blasphemy, and I'll, I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> like
2: I mean, like I don't know, like how they do the things to get to like bigger games and stuff like that for them throughout the season. But it's like- got to
3: be around the same as. The way that we know it
2: yeah and that's what i was thinking i was like hey i mean like like I, i'd rather take a mess up on a bigger call than the small stuff because if if you're consistent throughout the game and you have a 50 50 call and you call it the wrong way at the end of the day everything else was right yeah like that's a human error that that right there is basic basic knowledge. that's
3: like like he's not staying where he's supposed to be like blow the whistle let's He wasn't like he gave up on the game it's yeah.
2: okay like the game may give up on you soon
3: yeah, so, I mean, the Celtics, as, as we're recording, catch a dub, Marcus Smart wins the Tommy Award. Uh, 22 points from him. He had seven assists, five rebounds, five steals. And, and the thing I like about Smart is I feel like Smart versus Schroeder was kind of battle, uh, of a battle. I feel like the uh, Smart and White isn't going to be as much of a battle. I think no, it's I think going it's to be them gelling it's on the team. court. Yeah. And, and Derek White got a standing ovation, I think, as you said, right? Yeah, the, You the, told the crowd me earlier. Like, the crowd, like, and, and, and you know what? Guy, yeah, you yeah. know what? I am a big fan of Derek White, and I'm very excited to see what he does in that Kelly Green.
2: That's a good sign, you know what I mean? When new player Celtics, you like the fans are usually – I feel
3: like, like he's going to come out there with a lot of heart the players are going to fall in love with him. Exactly. I really
2: think he's going he's going to be a fan favorite by the end of the season.
3: And I like his headband. I
2: do too. I think it's cool. Also, Rob Will got Rob as Tommy Ward tonight, but...
3: Yeah, yeah, Rob Will had 15 and 16. Yeah,
2: like, come on, now.
3: Like, let's be real. Like, Marcus Smart had a good game. Like, he did. He had a good game.
2: But, like, that was, like, a tommy S call, though. Like, I feel like Tommy would still love Marcus Smart. That game, even though Rob Will had a good game, like, that was a tough call.
3: Are you trying to tell me who you think Tommy would pick? No. Okay, because we don't talk. I'm um... not talk i am so, so the Celtics. I was just trying to
2: like, from like his perspective, I was trying to be like, that's like something that he would probably do anyway. So like, right. I feel like I, I can. Agree oh, with that. okay, okay. You know what I mean? I'm not saying. Okay, so Tommy you think would he go would the other way? Well, I, 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 I also, like... also,
3: also, Tommy Tommy Pick Marcus for every single game. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm <laughs> trying to say.
2: Like, he <laughs> picked him every single game, but like, you gotta show respect. Yeah.
3: So, so the Celtics are sitting at 31 and 25. They've won their last seven. Never thought I'd hear that. They've won their last seven games. Tatum had 24. He led our team in scoring. Overall, it was a great game. And this was a game that I was scared of. This is the best team they've played during this little win streak. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad about who went off. Jokic had 23 points with um, nine turnovers. So that was awesome. 11 assists, 16 rebounds. Still had a triple-double. But the nine turnovers takes away a lot, in my opinion. Um, On the Celtics side of the ball, tatum at 24 he had five assists six rebounds shot seven from eight from the line didn't do too well from the three um but not bad al horford also a starter only had nine with 11 rebounds and then as we brought up rob will he had 15 points he had let's see four fouls not bad three blocks two steals two assists 16 rebounds shooting seven for 12 like I truly think that Rob Will could actually be, like, a 15-and-15 15 15 guy. And, like, just a super underrated, like, he could be, like, an Andre Drummond when he was on the Pistons. Like, he didn't score a lot of points, but he was getting every single rebound ever.
2: Exactly. And I think, like, I've been a huge fan of the, um when Rob Will, like, before he got this role with the Celtics. Yes, I've always I, been on same. the Rob Will should be. I feel winning. like everybody has. I feel everybody like everyone was. Him. Everyone does. But I, I feel like, like, it wasn't hurt enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like everyone preached it, but I feel like yeah. everyone kind of like gave up on yeah. that idea. And they were just like, Yeah, whatever, like he'll get his point yeah time due. But I'm like, no, he needs it now. Like we want to win now, we gotta do the right thing.
3: Right. So as we mentioned, Marcus Smart had a great game. Um, JB only had 12. He had seven rebounds, though, four assists, didn't shoot too well. Neither of the stars did, but this is the perfect example of what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran an eight-man rotation, which is what um what you may said, he wanted to run. Brad yeah. went out there and he was like, okay, we'll just give you, we'll give you eight guys. Cause exactly. that's all we got at the end of the day. Um, but like in games to come, we're going to see Nismith play. I'm very, very glad that Peyton Pritchard got 11 minutes. <laughs> like I, I love Peyton Pritchard. He shot one for six. Yeah. He, he had a three ball and it was the three ball that we saw him make. So I'm not mad about it. He had two boards, one assist, like Peyton Pritchard. If he gets 15 minutes, like I, I don't think he had a great game today. And I think he can get like set eight eight to ten points like on, on a good day. Yeah. And I just because the role that he plays. But Derek White played 28 minutes. So up, was up there with the starters. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what it's going to look like. This, this lineup that we see right yeah. here, Will, this is kind of what it's going to look like. Where JB and Smart start in the backcourt, Tatum, Horford and Rob Will with um, our six man being Derek White. And Grant Williams is going to get a lot of those minutes. And so is Peyton Pritchard. Um, and, and I think Nee Smith at some point is gonna get a good amount of those minutes, and it's gonna be interesting when like there's gonna be times where Horford comes out for a little bit and Tatum's running the four with Rob will and then Rob Will will come out for Horford, and then late in the game it'll be the, the death lineup, and again it's just whoever's hot. So I'm a fan of our lineup. Right I now. just want to say
2: one thing, two things actually. One, right. I now have fully trusted. Brad as a basketball junkie after today. After Yeah, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like doing, yeah. I get yeah, it yeah, now. I get it now. I get it now. He's certified. Two. One stat that I feel like isn't really talked about enough unless it's on the wrong side. But I feel like that's like with everything that everyone always points out the bad. Derek White's plus minus was plus eleven today.
3: <laughs> we do highest a on the team. <laughs> we do love a good plus-minus. He
2: literally was this was his first game. He literally flew into Boston like last night
3: yeah like yeah and, and we're getting tice too which i totally forgot to mention didn't play tonight so tice is gonna eat up a lot of those minutes off the bench and i didn't even think about tice because i was looking at this roster but as i said about the centers like i completely wiped that out i'm not worried about the centers either no i feel like this is probably the most solid lineup we've had in, in, a, while. While. in a while in a while i agree i agree especially with the way that grant has been playing if we a-
2: weren't in the situation we are right now with the current win streak and the current record and how we're playing as a team, I would be like, this team needs help. Yeah. Like on paper, you're like, what the frig is this? I I like like this team, but no, no. Like in terms of like what, where we were. Yeah. You're like, what are we thinking here?
3: Like I like this team more than I like last year's team. I do too.
2: I will agree with you on that one. That like that, that's kind of what I was saying where like, if we were in the same position we were last month where we were like basically fighting for Staying even,
3: yes. Well, like,
2: what are we actually doing?
3: Like, because this team is above five hundred by a good amount, should be,
2: it should be, and that's why I was like surprised to see that we are above five hundred by seven games. Yeah, that's like that's
3: games. awesome. That's awesome. That's that's. I look cool. no, I think it's seven because we went on. Um, it is seven. It is seven. We um, we started our streak when we hit five hundred. Yes. So like we like hit five hundred. We we were game over five hundred. We lost the game, and then we started we started, started. We were straight. like, all right, let's go. Let's, let's get over 500, and let's start this. Let's start this I'm run. Sick and tired of having season. that 500 talk on the podcast. Because it's like, like, we're always 500. We're always we, 500. This and- is, like, the first time. I think this is the most amount of games we've been over 500 since we started this podcast.
2: Like, yeah, no. The only reason why <laughs> I don't like having that conversation is literally just because I hate me like it's 500. It's time to, like, new foot forward. New, like,
3: like. It's not like
2: yeah, it never is. But like now, it
3: is, and it's nice. All right, let's talk about this last trade. Then let's head out. I was gonna say yeah, this is the last trade,
2: real quick. C.J. McCollum to the Pelicans.
3: That's like kind of a blockbuster.
2: It is kind of a blockbuster. Um, the Pelicans receive McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. Solid names.
3: Tony Snell's terrible. Yeah, like hasn't missed a free throw in a couple years though. Yeah, crazy.
2: (laughs) I like Larry Nance. I like Larry Nance. I think that's a good addition to that team. (laughs) Um so CJ McCollum is a great addition to that team. Wasn't alive for that though. <clears throat> but uh Portland received a lot, but basically just we'll move on to that in a second.
3: Um they <laughs> got a Alexander Walker, Josh Hart, shy, shy Gilligas uh, Alexander's cousin. Wow. Yeah, if you didn't know.
2: Um Josh Harty Luzada, Thomas Saturansky, a 2014... T-Sat. TSAT, orbital T Sat, and then we have 2022 first round pay protected. Go. One to four and number. Yeah, <laughs> it's
3: okay. protected. No, it's protected. That's
2: not even. It's basically it's hella protected. <laughs> it's like um...
3: it has. It pretty much has to be five through fourteen.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> for them to get the pick. Basically, it's their. Pick. I hate protected. It's picks. their pick. Now. I hate See, picks.
3: I told you this the other day.
2: Protected picks need to be changed in the league because they make no sense. Um, a 2026 second round pick more favorable between new orleans and poland they got to change the rules with the picks because like if anyone's reading this is like rocket science yeah like basically
3: they, they have they, to put a paragraph to explain how basically we have a, a super
2: pick. protected pick and whatever pick is better the team gets and then just a casual 2027 20, second round
3: pick which i mean the only protected wait. pick i can think of in the nfl was the carson wentz Colts one where the Colts gave them a second round, but if Carson Wentz plays seventy percent of their snaps, then it's a first round. That's a good one.
2: Like that's a good. <laughs> yeah. So what I, we can talk about this another episode. But basically, yeah. what I was telling you the other day, I was like, if you're going to trade a pick that's protected, like lottery protected, you know what I mean, it should flip the other way around.
3: Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the other, like the
2: other team should be getting the advantage because you're giving up something that would be more valuable to you. Yeah, like you should not be like okay, I'm giving the, like you if something is more valuable to you and you're willing to give it up for an immediate like game changing move for your team. Yeah, it should favor the other team that's receiving it if they're losing something that's more valuable to them. It right. should be based off of value, not like
3: rule. Right. I love how you said. Let's get into it another episode. They you got it.
2: To- yeah. Well, I have more yeah. to say about yeah. that, but like <laughs> we like there's more that that All goes right. into what I'm thinking, but I don't really want to talk about it. Anymore.
3: All right, so I don't I don't think we have anything else in this episode. That's it. Um, we have huge news for the next episode. Yes. Um, a lot of things planned coming up in the next few weeks. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Bengals. Go over. Go heads. Go touchback. Yep. Go M&M. Go Jay Z. Oh. Go SoFi Stadium. Do you have any shout outs? Go Harambe. I do
2: have a shout out. Um, give me one second. I'm gonna. Butcher I'll, I'll
3: keep shouting out people. Yep. Shout out Sam Hubbard, um, Joey B, Jamar Chase, everybody on that Bengals roster. Um, shout out to the Heat and Sofi. Shout out to the Wind Tunnel and Sofi. Shout out to um, huge shout out. I've been watching the Waste Management Tour the last
2: couple days. Yeah, I have watched this guy all day today. Um, probably. I'm sorry if I butcher your your name. I'm <laughs> You're so about it. sorry. I believe it's Saith Tagawa. That sounds... I believe that's what it is. Yeah. I was watching it on mute for a lot because I was in class. And I was also listening to music while I was playing because I didn't really want to listen to the announcer the whole time. Were you playing video games as well? I was also. So you're... Wait. There was a lot going on. <laughs> you were... <laughs> and I was eating wait. too. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 let me, let me,
3: let me, let me. You were eating. Yeah. While in class... On no, Zoom, no, no. In, on Zoom. Right? No,
2: no, no. In class was different. In class, it was just casual in the background while I was taking notes.
3: Oh, okay. 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 When I was in my
2: room watching it.
3: Okay. So you were eating. Yep. While listening to music. Yep. While watching golf. Yep. While playing video games. That's a clear up the four video. Game different thing, I was just
2: downloading a couple of things, make sure things are getting downloaded the right way. But I was I was really just watching that. And then I also took a nap while watching it. But I was watching this guy all morning. This guy's legit. He is. He's really good. He's how old is he? I have scroll him. down. 24 years old. Oh, he's next. He's next. Like he's like, there's also um there's also an amateur that went to the same um college as John Rahm. He's not doing that well. Is he Spanish? No. Um John? I don't know. Or was it John Rom? I want to say, or I want to say it was John Rahm. But yeah, they were talking about him, and like they were like, he's like the like the last time John Rahm played in this one. Like he's the first prospect to play from the same school. There was like some weird statistic. Oh, okay. It was some weird ESPN right. thing, like usual. All but right. like no, Sahith Tagala is nasty. Yeah.
3: All right, so he's shout nasty. out, to him.
2: shout out him, and All I right. hope he wins. I'm rooting for him this weekend.
3: Oh, he's in first. He's in oh, first.
2: So he's minus twelve. Him, he's he's
3: been legit. That's a big. That's a big. Tournament to win, dude. Yeah, no, this is one of the bigger tournaments. TPC Scott's still beautiful. Hole 17 in front of all the fans, the par three.
2: Oh, I love, dude. There were, dude, that hole was electric today. People, was it? Were, making, <laughs> people were making crazy, <laughs> oh, like, birdie putts, like, long ass birdie putts. And then, like, you know like i'm so watching it tomorrow you know like when people in golf get hyped they like yeah it's like it's like yeah they just like they would just throw their balls in the stands and everyone's screaming
3: professional golf
2: is electric like at the right course it's electric electric. and this is the right course this is like the coolest thing i I, Mm -hmm. honestly i've enjoyed the last two days and i'm really looking
3: forward to the next two all right so (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed this episode have a good weekend and peace peace